0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Shutter Up Podcast, and I am Gifty. And I am Jessie, and we are your hosts. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> so we have decided to start a podcast because why not? I don't think I've ever come across a photography podcast. Never. To be fair, there are some. Let me not I haven't come across one. Yeah. Um, but I again I don't listen to the
1: podcast. Yeah, there's definitely something out there, but this has been in the works for so long. And we are so excited to bring something that will encourage, teach fellow photographers and, yeah, just share more of our journeys and things that we wish we knew earlier. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a really, really exciting journey. Um, Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think it's a unique experience telling or giving advice or just like, you know, our experiences of being black women photographers. Yeah. Um, so coming from that I guess viewpoint will be quite interesting.
1: very, very interesting.
0: so we wanted to just introduce ourselves and I guess see where we're coming from, so Jesse. yeah, um, how's photography been for you? What's your journey been like? How's it been? How's it been being a woman <laughs> um, how long have you been in the game? Let yeah. us know a little bit
1: more about you cool so my name is Jesse. I have been doing photography for I would say close to eight years now I bought my very first camera after doing a year long no shopping challenge. Okay. So I went an entire year without buying any clothes. No ASOS, no new look, no Boohoo, no Zara, no Topshop for when it was here. (laughs) Um, And I saved a ton of money that year. And prior to that, I'd been someone who loved taking pictures. I always had a snap and shoot camera. Okay. So many moments captured from just various moments in life. And I remember telling my mum that I wanted to study photography. And she was like, no, facial books. And that's exactly what I'd done. So when I became old enough, and when I had enough money, um, I bought my first camera and it has been an amazing, amazing journey. Um, I am primarily a wedding photographer. Yeah, you're wedding. Do- Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. I have been shooting weddings for about seven years now. Um, So I literally jumped straight into the wedding industry. Um, I got there through very interesting means. It wasn't (laughs) planned. Um, But when I started doing weddings, I found what fit. Like nothing else felt right anymore. Um, And I guess my favourite part of being a wedding photographer and being a photographer in general is just the ability to capture a moment and to relive it again. I find that even when I'm done editing a wedding gallery, I can look back on the pictures with a huge smile on my face. Yeah. And I think that's the power of storytelling that you could look back and just relive a day all over again through the pictures. And it's just, it's such a powerful tool to be able to look at your wedding album, like 30 years I being married and, Still have those same emotions just because of how powerful your pictures are. So, yeah, that's my favorite, favorite, favorite aspects of being a wedding photographer. No,
0: that's really good because I can relate to a lot of that because you Mm. will always go back to pictures
1: at some point in your life. Always, always, it's all you've got. Yeah, it's all you've got. Yeah, literally, all you've got. Yeah, how about you? Tell us about yourself. How's your journey been as a photographer? How did you get into it and how long have you been in it? So funny,
0: because when people ask me this, like, if I go to a shoot and it's, like, a new couple or just a new person, they always ask me, how long have you been in photography for? (laughs) And I never know how to answer. My answer is always, oh, about 10 years, but really inconsistent. Um, And it's only been consistent for the past three years. And I say Mm. that literally every year. Um, (laughs) So I would say I've been doing photography for about 12 years. Um, I took it on at college. Oh. One of my friends had, like, a DSLR camera.
1: Okay.
0: And um, I thought it was, like, literally limited to the paparazzi. So I didn't even know that you could just buy a DSLR. Mm. This is when I was much younger. It's true. So, but... um, literally, like, when we mm. went out to London and stuff, like, without telling our parents, we weren't allowed to go to <laughs> London. Um, she would take her DSLR, her dad's DSLRs, and I don't know what, how she did that. But mm. she used to take her dad's DSLR, and I'd be like, okay, like this is quite cool Mm. so i used to take pictures of us i I wish i knew where they were now i don't Mm. know where they are and then i started off taking pictures at church okay um and then i remember one year my mum bought me a camera for um christmas Mm. it was like a canon 1000 eos 1000 i think Mm, (laughs) yeah (laughs) it was proper like yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah um and so i just used to take that everywhere take pictures everywhere um, and then because I did that, I got burnt out really quickly. Mm. Um, I had no idea about rates, how much I should charge. Um, I think people just abused that yeah. a lot. Um, I'd often do like stuff like weddings for like £100 and get paid £50. Mm-hmm. And yep. that £50, I'd be chasing them and they'd be ignoring me. Mm. Or doing like... I, I even did videography at one point. Um, <laughs> yeah, really? I did videography. did videography and would get like paid 80 pounds for like a whole birthday party um and this time i was like burning it onto cds Mm. like this is proper old school um and then i had like a mentor who would teach me more about photography and storytelling and videography um yeah and then i kind of just fell out of love with it because i didn't know i didn't want to do video anymore um and then actually um one of my friends, I worked with them um their company, doing photography, doing wedding photography shout out to x w media um <laughs> and that was like at the very beginning um and that was like, "Wow, because that was mm-hmm. the first time I did like proper Nigerian trads and Nigerian yeah. weddings, and I was like, "This is so beautiful um." but it was a lot like a lot and I think at that time I was still doing video as well as photography and I was just like I can't do them both Mm. and video was just so much longer um my computer was really slow it's just like I'm not Mm. on it so I think I just let go of everything to kind of find out what I wanted to do but people Mm. would still be asking me do you do photography I just was very inconsistent I wasn't getting booked I wasn't making money so I was just tired Mm. um and I think it just got to a point where photography is literally all I have Mm. and it is what i enjoy so i was like let me take it seriously and i think it wasn't until after my dad passed away which was like six years ago Mm. i was like what does photography actually mean like Mm. because before pictures was just me like pressing the shutter and okay you've got a nice picture um And I did, like, so many different things. I did, like, rave photography at one point. (laughs) Mm. Making, like, £50 for the night. Mm. Um, Even trying to fight for that £50. Um, But, yeah, I think I just wanted it to mean so much more. And I think after my dad passed away, I didn't actually have any pictures of him and none Mm. that I had taken. And I was like, this is is not right. Mm. Like, there's something that's wrong here. And then I started to look at photography differently. And I think it's since that point, I've been more serious about Mm. it, um, more serious about learning different things and just about the power of storytelling and what you were saying about, like, you always go back to pictures, doesn't matter when it is. And I think, like, after my dad passed away, because I've never really dealt with, like, death so close to me, Mm. you actually instantly go back to the family albums and you look at those pictures. And I'm like, I'm meant to be someone who preserves those moments Mm. and I'm not doing it properly. Mm. Mm. And I think that's when things changed for me. And oh. so since then,
1: I think I've been doing, I've been doing a good job. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> Give yourself the credit. girl. Yeah. it's really. I agree with what you said. That's that's such an amazing. Even though it's through such unso unfortunate circumstances, it birthed so much, and people will now look at pictures that you've taken for them. And that's the memory that they can hold on to because of you. Yeah. Because of what you have chosen to step out and do. So that's really, really admirable. And you. <laughs> we do our best. We do our best. Yeah. So, yeah. So what advice would you give to like somebody who is just starting out in photography? Or what is something that you wish someone would have told you when you first started out? So disclaimer,
0: this this, is this all my personal opinion. Um <laughs> I think... Sometimes the emphasis when I was younger was that you need to have a style. Mm. You need to have a niche. And I think that's, for me, it's not right. I think you will never know until... Listen, I've done so much photography. I used to do funerals. I used Mm -hmm. to do raves. I used to do birthday parties. kids. I've done everything, everything. literally. (laughs) And it's not until I did everything Mm. that I was like, actually, these are the things that I definitely don't want to do. So I take them away. and I might do something, like, now and again, but, like, mm. that's because I know where I am or where course. I want to go. But yeah. um, don't get too kind of caught up in, like, do I want to be a wedding or do I want to just mm-hmm. try everything? Yeah. I think if there's yeah. stuff that you really don't want to do, then you don't have to do it. Um, my style has changed mm. a lot. Um, I used to <laughs> take pictures at an angle mm. and do this whole cutting off someone's face and, like... like <laughs> You, i i've gone through yeah. my styles i've gone through right. like adding like blue colors and green colors and mm. like the color grade mm. and i feel like that's what held me back because mm. i was like these these people know their style and yeah. but i don't know mine and it develops as time goes yeah. on you 100%. just do what you like or no what pun you can intended do. <laughs> No pun intended. <laughs> yeah. but honestly you've got to do what you like and what yeah, you enjoy right. at that moment in time and if you feel like you need to move on off after yeah, a certain amount of time definitely. move on like it's it's never that deep so yeah. i feel like do what you're doing try mm. to do a shoot a lot do a lot yeah, of test of shoots yeah. um if it's weddings you want to do ask for photographers if you can um, shadow them, yeah, you know what I mean? 100%. Just Even if it's not for the whole day, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I know her, her weddings can be fast-paced, yeah. but you can literally just ask, can I just, yeah. you know, learn from you a little bit?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just try, try things. Yeah, You really have to try. What about you? That's really good advice. Just to digress a little bit, I think what you said is so profound because there's so much emphasis on you must be settled in this, you have to find your way, but there's no... There's no shame in not really knowing Like I remember when I used to call myself the all-purpose photographer. Just like how you got all-purpose, <laughs> all-purpose <spice. laughs> Good for anything. Call, honestly, <laughs> I used to call myself the all-purpose photographer. And I used to take so much pride in that. I do this and I do this and I do that, mm. you know. But then after a while, I, I started to find what actually fit me. And honestly, there's, there was no shame in being an all-purpose photographer. There's no shame in just you know putting your feet in different waters when you first start out because I feel like somehow that's the only way to know yeah what really works for you like I never would have done I never would have become a wedding photographer if I didn't give that a try and if I knew that okay this is what fits and I wouldn't have known that if I didn't do other things as well like I used to do food photography so how do I know that I am a wedding photographer because I've done everything else and although I enjoyed those things this is what fits you know yeah. what i mean
0: so and i think sometimes like and it's okay to actually do more than one 100%. i mean I, I feel like it depends sometimes like the way that i speak and the way i speak about photography mm. sometimes i think actually like wedding photography is it and then i see food i'm like yeah food photography <laughs> like that's 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 me because yeah. i love food yeah. and then i do a lot of events right. and then i'm like actually no portraits is my thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so i jump between and you, you might even catch me at, so, like, a birthday, you know yeah, what I mean? So yeah. I feel like you don't have to stick to one thing. I if imagine. you can do one of those things really well, mm. like, I feel like portraits is the thing out of everything that mm. I do very well. Yeah, you are but <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but I also feel like I know I do events and food yeah. and stuff good. Right. It might
1: not be very well, but they're mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I fully respects that. Respect that. Um, I think one thing I wish um one thing I wish someone had told me when I first started out in photography is to be dedicated to my own journey mm. um and not to compare myself to other people. I remember and this is gonna sound really childish, but I remember when a friend wanted to, wanted me to shoot his um church event mm-hmm. and it was free. And so I saw another photographer there with a bigger camera, big lights, I was happy, I was very content with the photos I was getting, but then when I saw this other photographer, he was um, an older person than me and had a bigger camera, I immediately started to shrink and Mm. I just felt so inadequate. I stopped taking photos. I packed my camera. Away from, like, I'm so sorry, <laughs> bro. That's not even funny because I not I it's packed my camera. I finished. It's finished. It's funny now, but at the time I felt so low, like because number one, it was... I'm not laughing that like you feeling low.
0: I'm loving that. I can imagine it in my mind. Get you fucking do camera.
1: Of course, because number one, it was free. Yeah. Um, and number two it's like okay there's someone here who's clearly better than me who probably Mm -hmm. isn't doing it for free and so I just became so I just felt so upset and I just packed my camera away and that situation actually put me off photography for a while Mm. I became I became so discouraged in the journey Um, but I really wish somebody had told me that listen So far as you are happy with what you're producing and even the person who's even booked you, whether it's free or not free, we'll talk about things being (laughs) free another day. (laughs) Um, But so long as you're content with that, don't compare yourself to other people. There are people with more expensive cameras, more flashy gear and stuff like that. Um, But you have to stay dedicated to your journey. It's not a race; it's a marathon. Mm-hmm. You learn as you go along. You learn, learn, learn different things. I was even saying like to you a while ago, I was shooting in sports mode for a good <laughs> while because <laughs> I just didn't understand my camera. It's sports mode. Yeah, I, I was sports
0: mode. I, mine was automatic. <laughs> <laughs> mine was the green A. Yeah, the green A. Like we've
1: been there. Yeah. You know? um, but as time has gone on, and that's why I say it's a marathon and not a sprint, not a race, because it's like. Okay, at different points, at different um, levels in time, you learn different things pertaining to your camera. You formulate your own style of doing things. And yeah, it's been, it's, been, it's been a really, really interesting journey. So I feel like I would definitely love to encourage somebody else and just tell them everything I wish definitely. somebody had told me. A lot of my photography journey has been self-learning. You know, um, I've, I didn't get a chance to work under anybody becoming a wedding photographer i was actually thrown into it for a friend who needed a favor and i was just someone with a camera you know um so yeah i just i just feel like to give somebody else that opportunity or to hear another voice um would be so amazing and i really just hope that it encourages somebody on their journey i agree yeah i think uh hopefully
0: from this podcast everyone will learn a lot um and literally it's just a place to learn mm. um for us to learn from you guys yeah. for us from to grow each other as well yeah from each other yeah. and to just rant sometimes yeah. <laughs> like sometimes you just want that space to rant and talk about things pertaining photography and Man, and not she. just photography because i'm sure it can relate to other vendors yeah. and other creatives so i guess this is the platform to just kind of give people the opportunity yeah. to learn yeah. um and yeah for us to just Chat rubbish. And 100%, <laughs> why not? Why not? But thank you for listening. Thank you for
1: listening. Carry and us along. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Carry us along where? Carry us along with you. <laughs> Listen to us while you're editing. Listen to us on the way to your shoots. Listen to us while you're driving. Mm-hmm. We really hope that what we have to give encourages you. Yeah, definitely. And we'll catch you in the next
0: episode. Yep.
1: Bye. I don't know why I did that. Bye. <laughs> Bye.